0: You are listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast, my favorite podcast to listen to on long flights across the galaxy. This is the way. We wanted men.
1: Welcome to episode 169 of the Smugglers Galaxy podcast, your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. It's Saturday after Thanksgiving. We're both stuffed turkeys. I'm Glenn. Jason is on the other line. Jason, how are you doing this morning? How much turkey and ham do you have left over?
0: Uh, We didn't make a ham, but I made like 40 pounds of turkey over the past couple days. So we've got tons of turkey, which is always that's that's my favorite. So. I'm happy.
1: Turkey sausage, turkey dressing,
0: turkey stew, turkey gumbo.
1: <laughs> yeah, we did it. We did a, a a turkey and a ham, and it is we did way too much. We had eight uh, yeah. people and probably had enough food for like twenty. But yeah, leftovers. It yeah, it's dude. We're gonna have to freeze the ham and and see what what's going on because it's it's way too much ham. And I'm not eating that much ham before it goes bad because it's like for break it's like breakfast, lunch, dinner, ham or turkey for like the next week. And I don't know if it's supposed to last that long. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. And we got pecan pie or pecan pie. I say pecan. Do you say pecan or pecan? You're you're not from the south, so
0: no. I would say pecan. Oh. <laughs> pecan. I don't. It's pecan. I don't, I don't eat it, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, you don't eat pecans. You say apple pie or a pole pie?
1: Uh, yeah, it's apple.
0: All right. So, <laughs> I'm just. I, I would eat an apple pie. I don't really do much for desserts.
1: Yeah. Well, you're an apple guy, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can go through all the different kind of apples: Macintosh, Golden Apples, Fiji Apples. Um, red delicious apples, Granny Smith apples,
1: snapdrag. <laughs> yeah, red stop. delicious apples are kind of like the Bud Light of apples, though.
0: They're delicious,
1: though. Yeah, but they're like common apples. So, anyways, it's enough, <laughs> <laughs> dude. So everything else went good for your Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No complaints. No complaints. My only complaint is we had my in-laws' dogs for a couple of days because they weren't getting along with the dog where they were staying, and. My house is all sandy because they go in the backyard and then run and then come inside. And it's like everywhere I step, I stepped in sand. So Sand
0: gets everywhere. It really does. I was bringing it back to Star Wars.
1: Yes. (laughs) I hate sand. I hate sand. So I got a vacuum. Of course. It gets everywhere. Yeah. Damn Sand. (laughs) <laughs> pick anything up <laughs> um what did i pick up i actually uh my tvc chopper came in and it was kind of weird because i had it scheduled it was scheduled i got it from amazon so it came mm. it was scheduled for one day and then i got a notification saying oh you've got to go in and fix this um for the thing and it, it had been delayed and then by the time and then the next day i got a notification that it was going to be here like two days later. So it was sounding like it was going to be months before I got another one. And it came in two days later. That's crazy. Yeah. And then I picked up a, um, celebration five Wampa, like stuffed Wampa animal.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. That's about it. Uh, other than just like random bits of black Friday shopping. Yeah. Nothing too, huh? No, go ahead. No, nothing too, nothing too crazy. Um, but it's like all, you know, you go there and you're like, you. the whole week before Black Friday, it, you know, now you can do it all online and you're just watching and it. it's like, I've got money to burn, even though you really don't have money to burn. But yeah. can I really afford not to spend this money on stuff? And yes, you can. It'll be fine. You don't really need it.
0: The Lola droid from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. The higher end one that was $85 was marked down to $15 on Black Friday. Did you get one? Yeah. <laughs> I like the droids. I mean, I have a dio. I don't like Rise of Skywalker. I have a dio. I have a BB8, I have R2 and C3PO, so yeah, I got a soft spot for the droids. And for $15, I can't turn that down. It's Did you
1: actually go to Walmart and get it or do you have to order it online?
0: I ordered it online, but then somehow I got to the to the version of Walmart where you just have to pull up and they bring it to your car. Oh. I didn't even have to go in. I don't know how I did that, but. Wow. My, um.
1: Sorry, it's hot in my room. I had to turn my fan on. My
0: my pre-order for the uh, N1 Starfighter on Amazon finally came in from Micro Galaxy Squadron. This is pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah. The only, the only complaint I had is that the mandel um, The Mandalorian has his cape and jetpack, and I couldn't find a place, a hidden compartment, um, to to put that in. So right now I just have it kind of stuffed in the cockpit, but uh, I thought that was kind of (laughs) awkward.
1: Yeah, I I think they do the same thing with Vader and Moth Gideon. There's no real place to hide their capes, but you need to take them off to put them in the cockpit. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I actually saw some of those at Ross, but I didn't see anything cool. I just saw some of the hats.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. They're making their way to the discount stores.
1: Oh, my God. dude! It, I don't know how to say this without being disappointed, but there are people finding like cases of chases in Ross's right now. Really? Post, I haven't seen that. Uh, well, oh, maybe the, not, huh?
0: You're talking about the uh, Moth Gideon ship.
1: I'm talking Moth Gideon. Somebody yeah. found some of the Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, some uh, Lewis posted that he found a uh, um, General, General Grievous, Grievous in a Kroger.
0: Yeah. But that's so one guess, of the newer ones.
1: But it's just the fact that it was in a Kroger. Yeah. He could have said that he found a TIE fighter in a Kroger. I'd be like, Are they're in Kroger now? But Kroger kind of does. I think they do a Christmas section every year.
0: Um. Yeah, they do. And I did go to Ross this week because i was looking for the chases and i did find a couple black series figures at ross but i didn't pick those up and uh, you did... didn't
1: need them for your cantina
0: well the han solo the old man han i thought about picking up and turning it into <laughs> one of the aliens taking the vest off of it but ultimately i decided not to i did go to target to try to find um, when i was picking my wife up from the airport i had to kill like 15 minutes so i stopped at that atlantic station yeah. target and they did have the Retro Chopper. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen the Chopper anywhere and up until, well, it's available for pre-order right now in Hasbro Pulse, but it wasn't available for pre-order prior to me picking up my wife, so I just picked <laughs> up that Retro Chopper because it was in good condition. And again, I like the droids.
1: Well, that's a cool chopper because it is just like, the old school uh R2D2 uh the one from TVC I was really surprised uh with it came with a few it came with his uh antenna that would um that popped up so his little radar dish you could put it on there to make it look like it you had yeah. them, the standard one and then you had the one that popped up to make it look like he was trying to send a signal and then it yeah. came with that little bomb thing that he had in the phantom 2 from Ahsoka. so it came with a couple of cool accessories uh the head tilts so you you know left and right versus You know, it does make a complete circle, but then it does do that. he
0: He does the night of the roxbury shake.
1: What is up? Oh dude, I watched Step Brothers for like the first time in like 10 years the other. Oh, I was gonna say for the first time. First time I watched it, it was one of those where there's just a lot of stuff going on and you just can't concentrate on the show. And then it just kind of puts everything that happens around that's happening in real life, puts such a sharp, uh, a bitter taste in your mouth towards the movie, even though it's not the movie's fault. Mm -hmm. So we were, uh, I think it's on Paramount. No, not Paramount Peacock right now. So we watched it. My wife was like, I haven't seen it. So Catalina Wine Mixer. Effing Catalina Catalina Wine
0: mixer. Mixer wanted to be a dinosaur
1: Um, (laughs) you see i lost it i lost it i can't be one anymore can't be one (laughs) Uh,
0: i also from hasbro pulse got the um galaxy of heroes revan and and uh hk droid killer two-pack that came um hasbro pulse also was running a sale this hasn't arrived yet but they did have the the what is it the two one the two twelfth division of clones. It's the, the phase three clone troopers with the orange on them. They, that was for 35% off. And then they also had the Sala um, adventure series. So I did pick that up finally for 35% off, which was cheaper than anything that ha- um Amazon was offering. So finally have that. And I can put a bartender in the bar and the cantina. So to answer your question, yes, I did pick up something for the cantina. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, no, uh, I, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go, go, go.
1: No, no, I'm, I'm just everyone. I, I it tried, looking cut each on other it. off. Yes, we've been doing it for three years. You'd think we'd get it right by now. Um, Jesus, it's been three years, dude. What the hell are we thinking? I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I tried it, I didn't find anything on Amazon. I don't have a Hasbro Pulse membership, so I didn't really even look on Hasbro Pulse.
0: Um, I did notice on the Hasbro Pulse site that the selfie series has disappeared.
1: Yeah, I was never able to get a good picture of myself for the selfie series. So I never did it. I
0: wanted one. And I did get a good photo at one point, but I was like, oh, 60 bucks. I'll wait. I'll wait. And then I waited too long because it just quietly just poof, disappeared. No fanfare. No one saying anything online. It's just suddenly gone.
1: Right. And and When I tried to do it, it was weird because you had to put your own beard. It's not like they would look at you and say, oh, you have a beard. So let me give you a beard. No, they gave you like a bald head and then you had to put all your accessories on, which never really made it look right. And then you try to throw glasses on or you couldn't put glasses on it because it was too small of a figure or whatever. They had no way of doing it. So (laughs) it would have never looked like us. I don't think.
0: Yeah. But for 60
1: bucks, there was that's just a lot of money.
0: It's cheaper than some of the alternatives though. So like having someone scan your head and custom making the figure, at least it'd be articulated Um, when they did it. Disney worlds, a couple, I guess it's probably more like a decade or 15 years ago. It was yeah, just think, a statuette.
1: You're right. Those are about a hundred bucks and they looked, I've seen a couple of them They're and rough. it was early, early 3d printing and they look back. Yeah. Um, um I, I think if they would have done something other than the Mando for a Mandalorian, you know, done like a, a generic Mandalorian, or even if they would have done like um is it Axe, not Axe Wolves, Axe Wolves is Dave Filoni's character, but
0: um he's Wolf.
1: Well Wolf. There you go. If they would have done like it's Wolf, funny. you know, I, I think I would have done it, but I didn't want a quote unquote Mandalorian. I didn't want Boba Fett. Um you know, I, I wanted something different. I wanted to be my own Mandalorian. Yeah. And uh yeah, it was It felt the bodies felt very generic. But you know, like with an X Wing Fighter, you should. They, well, they did. They did a Stormtrooper too, right? So you had the X Wing Fighter, Stormtrooper, Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, and was it one of Leia's bodies? Probably. I think it, they did that. Um Yeah, I also fixed my 3D printer this week. Uh That's I got tired of borrowing Harrison's time, and I I decided to figure out what was going on with my printer. And, and not only did I I figure out what was going on, I did upgrade it and uh it's got a bigger nozzle now so it prints faster yes. the uh the only kind of cu- uh, the only trade-off i guess with the bigger nozzle is that you kind of lose some of the details so i have to go back and forth between the larger nozzle and the smaller nozzle if i want to preserve detail but yeah it's uh it's printing a four foot star destroyer right now <laughs> so I could uh, put like a micro machine next to it, and it's it's relatively close to scale. I think the uh, Tie Fighter micro machine will be a little too big for the Star Destroyer.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I think it needs to be about half the size, but it's it's better than nothing.
1: All right. Oh, hey! I also got a Christmas card in the mail. The oh, other yeah, you
0: got that already.
1: <laughs> People Dude, were like are- messaging
0: me. They're like, "Uh, uh, you're not the first. I already received someone else's." I'm like, guys, it's not about being the first. It's about getting it over with.
1: Right. Well, when we opened it, I was kind of like, oh, man, they just sent a generic card. And then I opened it up and there it is. Yes, it's not a generic <laughs> card. No, I was kind of upset. I was like, oh, man, they mailed it in this year. And then I, you open it up and there's the whole uh, the whole family photo with the, with the names and everything or yeah. the song titles and stuff. So it was yeah, kind of funny. Ma- Mandy we thought did. you should have put like a, a QR code on it so you can have like some fake Christmas music.
0: There is a QR code on it. Is there? Yeah, there's a Spotify code.
1: Oh, shit. I guess we got to go look at it. It
0: opens up to a Spotify playlist that the uh, family has curated. It's got no original music.
1: Oh, man. There's one. Oh, I have to tell her when, I get, when we get off the, the it's show. It's in the
0: bottom bottom corner. Yeah, we added... Uh, that was my daughter's idea. I would just put a little QR code. You scan it in the Spotify app, and it brings up a, a curated, eclectic... A christmas playlist it's a little bit different than what you would get on the radio
1: so. oh my god i wish i had your talent or just the drive to do half the crap you guys do is yeah
0: and then uh the other thing i realized this week um i was so sometimes when they make products for for toys they don't have the final product available for box art so, I went back and I checked the box for the Action Fleet Tie Interceptor. Uh huh. And it matches closer to the hard copy that I have than the actual production. It's the same mold as my hard copy. So, I have to figure out a way to try to see if this is the actual item used for the box art. Um, obviously, it's, you know, what, 30, almost 30 years, 25 years, something like that, since this product, this item was used for. Possibly photos. So I have to figure out a way to match this with the the box art to see if this is indeed the the actual item used for photography on the box art.
1: That would be pretty freaking awesome.
0: But it's the same mold as the box art. It's definitely that. And it's definitely not (laughs) the product itself because the product has different wings. And like I said, the wings match my hard copy.
1: It's always fun when that happens.
0: Yeah, and I started uh, Googling like uh, Galoob photographers because obviously with the Kenner stuff, I mean, it's got, you. we have Kim Simmons and we know exactly who to reach out to if we wanted to print, he saves all that stuff. But just doing a simple Google search, it seems like there's several people who worked on taking photography and um, product layout. And so it's like, I have to figure out who to reach out to. Do I reach out to all of them? It's It's going to be a process.
1: Right. I mean, I guess you could reach out to all of them and then they'd be like, who's this weird guy? Yeah. But I'm sure they're used to it, too.
0: Maybe, maybe not, because people just, like I always say, don't seem to care about the line, so it's going to be a weird thing. Um, Katie Sackhoff was uh, talking to people this week.
1: The magazine people?
0: Magazine The Direct, uh, telling that she's not taking the lead role in The Mandalorian. (sighs) you <sighs> said no i think there's always going to be a lot of speculation in this fandom you know i think it's one of the reasons why people love this fandom so much they and they love this universe so much that a lot of the times they just there's just enough ambi- ambiguity for people to interpret things the way they want to interpret them and out of and out of that there's this ability to have a ton of misinformation get out or just you know wishful thinking so she's Suggesting that it's wishful thinking that she's taking over the title role of The Mandalorian.
1: But then Pedro wants to go join or the rumor has it that he wants to be uh go in the Marvel universe.
0: Yeah, but all he has to do is show up for a, at a recording booth for half a day and he's got the whole season done.
1: Yeah, you're right.
0: And then also the the huge news this week uh is There's that according huge, huge news? huge oh
1: yeah i forgot about that that kind of stuck in
0: yeah according to variety in an interview with dave Filoni, uh dave Filoni is now chief creative officer at lucasfilm and will be planning the future of star wars films and shows he says in the past and a lot of good projects that would be brought into i would see it after it's already been developed in good ways he says In this new role, it's opened up to basically everything that's going on. When we plan the future of what we're doing now, I'm involved in the Inception phase. I'm not telling people what to do, but I do feel I'm trying to help them tell the best story that they want to tell. Um, I need to be a help across the galaxy here, just like part of the Jedi Council almost. Um, He started in 2008. Uh, by directing the Clone Wars movie. So he's been involved with Lucasfilm storytelling since then. Uh literal, Literally hours of storytelling I have done, Filoni said, before pausing to rethink his syntax. See, I even phase it like Yoda.
1: <laughs> I'm looking for, I mean, this is something that I think we've been wanting. So let's see what happens. And hopefully he doesn't, well, no, he's he going to have his hand in everything. So it's not like he has to run. Well, the Kathleen Kennedy part right he's like one step down from her yeah um, I mean he's he now first... an
0: executive at the company and he's got the ability to make uh content uh he's probably closer to Lucas now in terms of his role at Lucasfilm than he has ever been um nice. I think I think he's in a good place I think with some cohesiveness to storytelling we won't have the the uh the <laughs> the issues that people experience with the sequel trilogy, where it seems to be all over the map. One, one content creator was making one project while the other one is doing something the complete opposite and the pacing's off and yeah. it doesn't feel cohesive and it doesn't feel like a cohesive story. It's just like a series of left, right, left, right.
1: And we've got a nerd running it. So yeah, he, he knows his stuff. Like I said before, man, I would love to be in a room with him and, and John Favreau just nerding out one day. I think it'd be awesome.
0: Quite literally, he is the heir to the empire. He he worked with Lucas. He was the Padawan and now he's he's the master and he's in a cool role. And it does feel like they're setting something up. Um I, I read this week that Kathleen Kennedy's contract is up in twenty twenty-four. So this could be laying the groundwork for what's to come. Um, maybe the next President will be running the the company, the business itself, and and Filoni will be running the content creation going forward. Nice. So we'll see,
1: dude. Everything he touches turns to gold. I think every everything that he's done has been good. So you know, bring it on, Dave. Please, please. Yeah. <laughs> you um, know, yeah. In that
0: same conversation, he was talking about Ahsoka season two and that he's begun exploring things. Um, about the uh the 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 cliffhangers with um Balin's skull. He says, obviously, there's a story there. Uh, we're in a wait and see pattern at this point. but I'm glad the conversation is about Ray and how great he was. He used to have little mini debates with him and say, Ray, you're the villain here, and he'd be like, I don't think so. And I was like, I know you don't think so, but you are. I love that you're playing it like you're not, which is exactly the way Balin thinks. And so I think that's the job of any good actor. When you're the villain, you're trying to not be two-dimensional. You're trying to find some um, three-dimension to it, try to find motivation and try to explore why this person is acting out the way they do, what flaws do they have, what um, trauma did they experience to bring them to this point. And uh, obviously with like Darth Vader, it's love that, that that's the trauma and the, the missing people and losing people um that's what motivated him. So Balin's got some sort of dimension to him that we just haven't seen yet. And I'm sure we're gonna get that with season two. Yeah. Hopefully.
1: It'll, it'll be interesting to see who they recast as him. But yeah. Um, yeah, I just there's too much going on. I hope they they definitely do a season two. And I you don't know where they're gonna go with it, you know. I'm, uh, you know, are we even gonna see Thrawn? If they do a season two, will we even see Thrawn in it? We probably want it, but I would I would be down. To see what would happen on that on Paridia, because I think that's where they're gonna focus on it. And uh be ready. If they do a season two and it's all on Paridia, it's gonna get weird. Mm-hmm. So be ready.
0: Yeah. And uh people were exploring the idea on online with theories that when they say Anakin was the one to bring balance to the force, they mean that in the sense that he's gonna take over the role of the father and bring balance to the force there.
1: If he possible? hasn't already
0: that possibly yeah he well he did bring balance to the force in return of the jedi there was only you know he destroyed the sith and the jedi were brought down to one so there was the balance there i mean the jedi were in the thousands and the sith where the dark side of the force was in the twos but then the power of the dark side increased so much that it overwhelmed the jedi and so he did bring balance to the force at the end of return of the jedi
1: right but cool. Yeah, I there's like like Katie Sackhoff, like you said, Katie Sackoff said there's so much stuff going on with with Star Wars and so much speculation that it it always changes, and that's what's great about this this fandom.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Is you're always guessing and thinking.
0: Um, Rise of the Red Blade, this book that I've been reading, I'm about halfway through, and I'm really enjoying it. Uh, it it, it does like I thought it would be more about the inquisitors but it's more about the rise of an inquisitor and and like I said I'm halfway through it and I haven't even reached order 66 but there's a lot of empathy for the character and you understand like this character needs to follow the Jedi code but at the same time you've got she's got her personal you know desires things that she wants to explore so if you're you're looking for a good Star Wars book um one that kind of ties into the prequel trilogy but doesn't really you don't need that context i think this is a a good book to to read i i highly endorse it though i'm not done with it so maybe the ending will suck and And (laughs) in a couple episodes i'll be like don't read it
1: yeah I'm, i'm i'm looking at it right now on amazon it's only like 18 bucks for a hardcover so that's pretty good um and then I'm also, I, I want to know what happened with the High Republic because it feels like they came out with their trilogy or their four books. And then I haven't seen anything in like a year or two for that. So I don't know. Um, I thought they it, just like
0: entered a new phase of their storytelling.
1: Yeah, I, I think there was like a, skip. it feels like there was a skip, some some time that skipped, but I, know. I don't know 100%. I, I know there's a lot of other things going on and I've tried looking online for a, for a timeline for High Republic. And I haven't seen anything. And then um, I don't know. I, I was looking at another book. There was an X Files book coming out that everybody's like pre order, and it doesn't come out till July. And I'm like, why would I pre order it now?
0: Yeah, I like I like the books, um, but I, I want I want movies. I want it to be cinematic. I want to experience it. It's the sound. It's the visuals. It's the the moments. The the music. It's getting swept up and all that. And as much as as rich as the storytelling can be with these books. I want the I want the movie. Give me a new movie. I, I when I read Air to the Empire or you know, Rise of the Red Blade, like this could be an arc in, of the Clone Wars. It Air uh, to the Empire could be the sequel that we never got. It's it's frustrating because I like the cinematic experience of Star Wars,
1: and I think that's something we've missed. But do I I think we've we've said it before. The cinematic universe as a whole right now is in such a weird. Uh, space with um, streaming, and that they're putting stuff on streaming six months after it it releases in theaters. That uh, it, I think it'll be a while before we see Star Wars back in the theaters. But yeah, you know, and I'm and I'm kind of curious what's happening with the Ray stuff. But you know, I heard somebody else say they were like they're trying to get away from Ray and the sequel trilogy, and now all of a sudden they're going to do a movie ten years after the sequel trilogy that focuses on Ray. It just didn't make a whole lot of sense, but. You know, I guess we'll have to see it and see what, uh, see how good they do. It. I
0: don't think Daisy Ridley or Ray was the problem. No. <laughs> I think it was the storytelling,
1: <laughs> no, like I was just saying. Right. No, it's the fact that you had two different people making it and nobody, you know, it's like when you're in a school and you have a project what? to do and you have a report to write and you're going to write it with three of your buddies and they're like, oh, we're going to, I'm going to write a page. You're going to write a page and you write a page and you have no context, well, you know, I, of what you're writing.
0: It was three people, because Colin Trevorrow was going to write that last movie, and he was prepping it and getting it ready. It was um, something of the dark side, or Duel of the Fates, I think is what he called his movie, Episode Nine, Duel of the Fates. And then at the last moment, they fired him because of his Book of Henry movie bombed, and they brought J.J. back, and J.J. had like months to finish a Star Wars movie, because they were locked into that release date. Mm-hmm. And so there was a whole lot of things that went wrong with this whole thing. And um, yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. I wish they'd quit doing that. I mean, yeah, you know, we're not going to care if your move, last movie bombed at Star Wars. You know, just make me a good Star Wars movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I uh, I hope that's what uh, Filoni is going to be uh, resolving is that, you know, if you do have three different people come on board the second person needs to follow the story threads set by the first one so right. if if uh if uh obi-wan kenobi was supposed to be a relative of ray and and maybe uh like we had learned at the uh, chattanooga comic-con that possibly obi-wan and Satine had a nephew and maybe the nephew was actually their son and the son had a daughter named ray like that was a thread that they could have followed and and Ray could have been a Kenobi. Yeah. And the threads were there, but then they made this whole quick turn that you're nobody. And then they went back and said, well, you're nobody technically. Yes. But you're Palpatine's clones daughter. Like that's the, (laughs) that's the muck and the mess of the sequel trilogy.
1: Yeah, no, I think they would, it would have been so awesome. I think all the, all the clone wars people, if they would have just done that one turn, that it was she was related to Obi Wan and Satine, everybody would have lost their shit in a good way over it. And it that one <laughs> that one change I think would have saved the sequel trilogy.
0: Yeah, FX. It, oh, huh? Sorry, sorry. Go ahead.
1: No, no, no. It's crazy how just one turn can make everything. Yeah. But finish your thought, man.
0: Finish your. No, FX was playing a uh, uh, Thanksgiving marathon of all the Star Wars stuff. Um, all nine movies. No. 11 movies because solo and rogue one were part of the the marathon. And I did watch solo and rogue one. I love that. I did watch empire and return of the Jedi. And it did remind me a lot of watching that on sci-fi as a, as a teenager during Thanksgiving weekend, they would play the star Wars trilogy, original trilogy as a marathon. And, and it's just, it was good to see it on TV and I don't know. There's something about watching it on TV and not having to turn it on. Versus turning it on Disney Plus, it's just weird that I'd be more inclined to watch it on TV than I would be to turn it up on on Disney Plus. It's kind of weird and funny like that.
1: Well, I think it's the fact that you're just it's there. It's 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 old school, man. You know, because we're you're flipping channels and you're trying to find something to watch, and there's Star Wars, and then you're like, oh man, it's on all day, so you can just leave it on that channel all day, and yeah. you don't have to, you know, you don't have to sit there. You can just go do something and come back, and you know exactly what happened. Uh, but I had a friend that messaged me. That's supposed to be why she messaged me saying, I don't want to watch solo. And I'm like, solo is actually a good movie.
0: It is. It is. It gets a lot of crap, but it's a good movie.
1: And and there again, it's the fact that they tried to shove so much stuff down our throats that we, uh, it was just too much in, in too little time. The one movie I want
0: a sequel to from the Disney era, hopefully Lando, the the Lando series will pick up some of those story threads and, Maybe we'll see Kira and uh, Darth Maul do some bad stuff or something. I don't know.
1: That's the only time that I've been kind of like, man, you know, something you want to. Yeah, you, you're you like, oh, Darth Maul's cool again. And it never happened. Never, Nothing ever came of it.
0: Darth Maul was always cool, sir.
1: <laughs> you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> I stepped in it. I sure did. No. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. He was cool. My, my son, you know, and what people don't realize is like our kids, you know, my son's almost 30. That's his Darth Vader. Yeah. Darth Maul, Yeah. So that's his guy. I mean, he's got a freaking Darth Maul tattoo. He's got a badass Darth Maul tattoo and he's, you know, you're just like, that's your guy. And then, yeah, they, it was just, it was sad that they ended it the way they did with him, but now I guess they're good. Now they uh, fixed it with uh Clone Wars. And then, um, since we're on a Darth Maul trend and we don't have anywhere to go, I'll just... um, When I saw the final Darth Maul Obi-Wan Kenobi battle in Rebels, I always thought it was really short the first time I saw it because I wanted an epic battle. Yeah. But then you listen to like Sam Whitward, Uh, Was it Sam Wit? Is it... Maybe Sam-, Sam.
0: He does huh? the voice in the Clone Wars, yeah.
1: Yeah, so he's the one that did the voice. Uh, or It was either him or the guy that did Obi-Wan. And he was talking about it and he was like, if you watch it, Obi-Wan does all three stances. So then he's like, he does Qui-Gon Jinn stance. And then he does uh, the original Obi-Wan, like the, he does the old man, Obi-Wan, he does the Qui-Gon, and then he does the Clone Wars, Obi-Wan stance, like back to back to back to to really mess with Darth Maul's head. And then when you look at it that way, you're like, Oh,
0: you're talking about the episode twin sons from star Wars rebels. Yes. Yeah. And that battle. So Obi Wan and I interpret it as so when Obi Wan meets Darth uh, Darth Maul for the first time in a long time, his mm-hmm. instinct was to move into that Clone Wars mode, and that's why he's got the two fingers out and the lightsaber over his head. And and because of what happened between Kenobi, the the TV show, and that moment in Rebels, um, he was able to kind of re reassess himself and be like, no, we are different with the Force now. We are not here to. To be the Jedi warriors. This is not a fight. This is this is um, a mercy kill, almost like we're going to end his pain. I'm going to do what I have to do, and I'm not going to fight this out and try to convince him otherwise. And that's when he turns into that the 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 version of Kenobi we see in the A New Hope. Right. That's my interpretation. Sam Witwer could suck it. (laughs) (laughs) What does he know?
1: oh he just played darth maul he just plays
0: darth maul and works with filoni
1: right no big deal it didn't but you know it's it's really cool because it does feel like i would just want to be on set with any of those people because uh even freddie prince jr for as crazy as he sounds nowadays he knows his star wars and sam knows his star wars and freddie prince is actually no was it sam one of the two of them like caught dave filoni on some stuff yeah and, you know, Dave Filoni, they had a talk and he was like, dude, it was something about him uh meeting Anakin, Padme meeting Anakin's mom or something. And they're like, they met in, you know, the prequels and they were like, what do you mean? And then they, like, oh, crap, you're right. Um So, yeah, it's it, the, just just being on set with some of those guys would be amazing because they all know Star Wars. Wait, you else. got nothing to say. <laughs> I got nothing else. You got nothing I... else. Yeah,
0: um we don't have to go an hour.
1: No, we don't have to go. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um yeah, no. So, what time is it now? It is oh, 12:45. 10:45. 45 minutes. Yeah, we're so next week we've got the Powder Springs show on Saturday the swap Mm -hmm. meet on saturday Mm -hmm. then the we've got we're preparing i've got to clean my my house is clean but you know you're just you're freaking out because we got the uh winter social that i and my wife's hosting so we're just kind of like freaking you know you're you're just like walking over your house going i need to do this do that and clean and um she's been busting butt on all the uh the trophies and stuff which is amazing and i'm like baby you gotta you gotta Post more pictures of these things to get people interested in it, and she's just like, "No, I want to keep them secret." I'm like, "Come on, baby!" <laughs> but she's been doing an awesome job, and you helped out, made some bases, and and she just like the ugly sweater. She took that thing over the top. Um, yeah. That's so the it, to it, yeah, that's the one to win. Yeah, that's the one to win because she's like really through, you know, really spent a lot of time on that one. And then on Sunday, next Sunday is the Conyers Toy Show that our buddy Dutch puts on. So next weekend is going to be a very busy Star Wars weekend for me. Uh, I'm going to be worn out come Monday.
0: Do you have a dusting routine, or do you just do it when you need to to dust?
1: I just do it when I feel the need. When I notice that, oh man, it's dusty. Yeah. What about you?
0: It's the same. But the motivator is like when people come over, it's like, oh, I I better spot dust and get some spots done. And then the thing I get frustrated is when you spot dust, when I spot dust and I see like there's a um, right next to it, I didn't dust an area. And it's like, I got to go back and dust that area because I just try to do a quick clean. But now that I have cleaned this section, you can tell that this part's not clean.
1: Yeah. um...
0: Dust is the worst
1: it really is. Thankfully a lot of I do have a lot of clothes. I got a few closed cases to so like the high end stuff is in a closed case. Uh but the but the worst part is like the Lego. I need to go through my Lego and see how bad those are. Um but eh, I don't know. I'm not I'm trying not to overthink it because when you overthink it it's like people don't notice <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Cuz like my uh, my mother-in-law was out and we've got a bunch of leaves on, on my back deck and she's like you need to clean all these leaves off and I'm like Yeah, I'll clean all those leaves. But it's like nobody would notice it.
0: I got your leaves right here.
1: Yeah, so I got to go sweep. I'll probably handle that in the middle of the week. I don't know. It's uh, stressful, but it's fun. It's fun having people over Mm -hmm. to look.
0: Okay. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy podcast. If you could please leave a like and a five-star review of the show anywhere you listen to podcasts, it really helps us out. And points people to our show. You can follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We love feedback. we love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. I'd like to say thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. And to Levi Waterhouse for the music. People collect for the love of it. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collective community. This is the way.
1: This is the way.